This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, when you fill out your bracket, I'm curious about your strategy here. Because when it comes to the bracket, unlike this show, I mean, we'll pick games against the number or pick totals based on this format. But obviously, if you're just filling out your regular bracket, you're just trying to pick a winner. So do you have any sort of strategy? How much time will you spend on your bracket? Not much time. Because it's a bracket. It's going to be busted. Like, what are the Mm -hmm. chances of a perfect bracket? Like, one in 17 quintillion? Mm -hmm. So I just feel like it's not something that I'm going to spend a lot of time on. Like I'm going to think for about three seconds before I write the answer down, but it's like me taking a test in high school. Like there's just not much thought. No, I'm the same way. And I think, I think the, what is it? You were honestly, and I'm not like, I'm not being hyperbolic here. Aren't you more likely to be bitten by a shark or struck by lightning than to pick all these games correctly? Seriously. God, (laughs) if you get to pick one thing that, you know, out of the ordinary that happens to you, get your bracket right. Get bit by a shark. Get struck by lightning. Good God. You get the worst of them. Um, It's probably more likely that you get struck by lightning while being bitten by a shark than get a perfect (laughs) bracket. So let me get this straight. You're walking on the beach. You've got your feet in the water. You get struck by lightning as a small shark is biting your ankle? Let me ask you this. What would you rather have happen? Would you rather be bitten by a shark or struck by lightning? Struck by lightning, obviously. Agreed. Don't you survive yes. that? Like with a shark, like there is a good chance that you're not going to make it or you're going to come out of it without a limb. Agreed. I, I got enough problems. I don't need to walk around because I lost a limb because of a shark bite. Like I can't do it. I'm with you. So that's one thing on which we totally agree. But that's absolutely true. That's not joking. Seriously, that's how difficult it is to pick a perfect bracket. And as we said last week, this is why there's always like a $1 million or $10 million grand prize. It's like, yeah, you know when they hand that out? Never is when they hand that out because it's just impossible to do. Coming up in five minutes, Chris Beard finds a home in the SEC before his former team officially arrives. Let's talk NIT first which I love that Matt Bassani, you know, Matt on this show said, I love the NIT slate today. He said that during the break. I have not looked at the NIT slate today. I do know that North Carolina will not be on that slate because the Heels have turned down playing in the NIT. They're the first team in history to start number one to begin the season and then miss the tournament since it's expanded in 1985. Carolina, of course, made the national title game last year. Do you think this is the right call the hated heels. Uh, can I speak, you know, not subjectively on this subject? Probably not because I hate UNC. I went to NC State and this just goes right in line with the way that Carolina fans act. Oh, we're better than this. We're better than you. How dare we waste our time at the NIT? Well, listen, if you play like an NIT team during the regular season, you're going to get invited to the NIT instead of the NCAA tournament. So here's your bed. Now you got to lay in it. And they're like, no, we'd never. Okay, well, then your season's over. Good luck to your you know, players. That Now their season is completely over. Uh, they didn't get to have like a last final game. 
yeah. guess they don't care because a lot of them are probably going to the NBA, but still, I don't know. Like, why not play in the NIT? Who cares? Oh, I don't care, but I absolutely think you're right. This is totally Carolina just being Carolina. The last thing they want, first of all, they could, I know that they have some guys that are going to graduate, but they could use the experience playing together. Honestly, it could help them. But the problem is it's risk reward, right? Where, okay, maybe you gain some sort of experience, but Carolina is already embarrassed that here they go. They, they start the season preseason number one. A lot of people thought, oh, they absolutely had the talent to go back. They don't even make the tournament. What happens if they get eliminated in the first round, the NIT, then that's even more embarrassment for one of the biggest blue blood programs in the country. Like they just don't even want to take that risk. I don't think it would be any worse than their season already is. Like, are we going to sit here and say, well, now it's a disaster. I don't think right. so. Even if they lost in the first round, like it's already a bad season. The fact that you didn't even make it to the NCAA tournament as mm -hmm. what the preseason number one in college hoops isn't that right weren't they ranked first in the the nation to yes, start they the were. season yes, so like they it's were. already an epic failure uh maybe get some of the younger guys on your team some playing time because that's the thing like go out there and put out your 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 bench guys give them a shot to maybe get some playing time in a game time situation that's the only thing i can take away and Bill Rowland, our executive producer, I did not realize this, says there are a couple guys already in the transfer portal. So when that happens this quickly, there's usually some issues there that we don't know about. So something to keep in mind as well when you're wondering why Carolina is not playing any postseason basketball. Let's get into tonight's games in the NCAA tournament, some opening round games, starting with Texas A&M Corpus Christi taking on Southeast Missouri State. A&M Corpus Christi minus three and a half. They are minus 175 on the money line. Southeast Missouri State plus 145. Total set at 155 and a half. This line opened, at least the total opened around what? 152 and a half or one four. I think it was like 154 and a half. Then it dropped down to like 152 and a half. And now it's back up to 155 and a half. I think the over is the right side here, but that total has been all over the place. Yeah. This is the question you're asking yourself now is at what point does the total get too high for you to not play it any longer? Because all of the factors line up for an over in this game. You have two mm -hmm. teams that play at fast tempos. Uh, I think one's in the top 20. The other one is uh, just out of the top 50. Both these teams are very good at making free throws. Some of the best free throw percentages in the country. And also, they're giving up a lot of free throws. So both yeah. these teams will be uh, at the line a lot. They'll be making a lot of free throws. And you're playing at a high tempo. So all these things line up for a great over game. It almost reminds me of that game last year between Bryant and Wright State where we saw two teams playing at super fast paces. And yes, it's the first game, which normally I would say it takes a minute to adjust to the rims. Uh, but when you have so many opportunities, because that's the thing with fast-paced teams, it's not necessarily mm -hmm. that they have to be great shooting teams. It's the fact that they get up and down the court so quickly so there's more opportunity for them to make points and obviously with the free throws when the clock has stopped an over betters dream so i do think the over is the right play but the question is did we miss the boat i don't i'm gonna take a side here so i i really like a m corpus christi here i think they're the better team i think that southeast missouri state 
Look, they made an incredible run in the Ohio Valley to get here and win the tournament, but they weren't really in the mix during the regular season. They had a losing record going into the tournament. And when you look at AM Corpus Christi, they made the tournament last year. This is a senior-laden squad. They average around 80 points a game. I just think they're the better club here. I think this number is short, so it's going to be one of my – one of my favorite plays, I know somebody is coming on Southeast Missouri State. I think it's the wrong side. I like the Islanders minus three and a half. I'll gladly take a shorter number there. Samesies. I think this is the team that is more battle tested. Like you said, I think you, at some point you say to yourself, oh, it's nice to take the team that's riding in hot to the tournament yeah. because we do see that. We see teams get hot down the stretch and they play great basketball, but for the entirety of the season, it's been Texas A&M Corpus Christi that's been the better team in this scenario and also like you said they have the experience they played in this exact spot last season mm -hmm. and i think their top six players uh were on that team so it's not just that this team played last year in this spot most of their guys did so they've been there done that uh i do like texas a&m corpus christi especially at the line of three and a half i think bartorik has this game at five let's see yep. what kim pom uh, has this game at I believe it's somewhere around the same uh, deal they have it 8176 so yeah uh, right at five if my middle school math is serving me <laughs> correctly so I do like Texas A&M Chris, Corpus Christi and also the over so God help me already too much action in the NCAA <laughs> tournament well, then, what do you think about Mississippi State and Pittsburgh also taking place tonight? Mississippi State laying a point and a half. They're minus 125 on the money line. Pitt is plus 105. The total is 132 and a half. Here, I do like the over, I think. But what are you looking at? Yeah, I like the over as well, just because it is a low number. I think the sabotage factor is always going to be Mississippi State. This is a team that during the season, we were just talking about this. Sometimes it's tough to you know, see a stretch of the season where Mississippi State's been hot to the over. And I think because some of these numbers have been really low, but for a good stretch of the season, this was a team that was super hot to the under because they played a slow play pace. They are not a good shooting team. In fact, one of the worst shooting teams, not only uh, when it comes to shooting from the field, but also a team that does not make their free throws. So that is your sabotage factor there but if you look at both these teams when the totals have been uh in the 130s mm -hmm. the over has been the play like if you look at Pitt, the only time they've hit the under in their last seven games was because the total was 154 yeah i i tend to think the over is the right side as well just because now your sabotage factor is that mississippi state cannot shoot the ball they're a terrible shooting team the worst three-point shooting team in the entire tournament that said Pitt's defense has slowly started to regress over the last few games. And I think because of that, Mississippi State has a better shooting night. Pitt can also score on the inside. So I'm going to go over 132 and a half. Finally, we should mention before we go to break, Ole Miss has their new basketball coach. It is former Texas head coach Chris Beard. Beard fired by Texas on December 12th because of accusations of domestic violence. Those charges dropped on February 15th. And so now... Ole Miss gets a guy who certainly has the resume, and this is a good hire for them. Oh, yeah. Good basketball coach here. Uh, a good pickup for Ole Miss. And I think for you, you're probably just glad he didn't go somewhere in your conference. So at least you won't have to play him as a Texas fan. I know. 
Yeah, at least for now. And then Texas is going to join the SEC, and then there's going to be a basketball oh, game across the court. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like there's Chris Beard, a guy we should have kept, but sometimes that's just the way it goes. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.